gosh, I'm sort of in that vibe of who wants to be a millionaire then. Hello, and who wants to be a millionaire? My name's Chris Tarrant. Right, that's not what we're going for. Hello and welcome back to Educate, the alternative classroom experience brought to you by Katie Conn. There we go, we got the spiel over with. How are we all? Well, you know, you're not there to reply, but I hope that you filled that with, yeah, really well, thanks, yeah, yeah, good, thanks, just, you know, living life, blah, 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 blah. But, um, hi, um, thanks so much for tuning back in. I really hope that you enjoyed my previous episode all about catcalling, inspired by Invisible Women, some of the extracts from Caroline Criado Perez's fantastic and informative novel. Uh, it's not a novel, what am I talking about? Non-fiction read. <laughs> I think that's about as extensive my uh, my literary analysis goes, really. Um, so this week, I'm absolutely thrilled that I'm able to rope in Holly Shern to answer questions about cosmetic surgery. So I've been wanting to do this topic for quite a long time because I do feel like there is a real taboo and quite a lot of chatter about why people have cosmetic surgery. I think a lot of people are under the impression that it's a problematic thing to be doing, especially for younger girls, um, you know, when it's not necessarily to do with ageing and things like that. But I think it's really important, actually, for people to step back and listen to the genuine reasons why people have decided to make these choices and I think it's important to respect those decisions and I think it's really great that we're able to have quite an open and frank discussion. Um, I say it was a discussion, I sent Holly a load of questions to answer and she very kindly sent me some fantastic voice notes with her answers coming straight into my inbox so what a delight that was. But I just want to say a massive thanks to Holly in a really genuine way because I think that takes real strength and courage to be able to talk so openly and eloquently about a topic that does come with a lot of sensitive issues, um, not just for those that are undergoing cosmetic procedures, but I think there is so much judgment in society um, about people that make these choices so I just take my hat, gloves, socks, all of my bikinis off to you for being such a fab inspiration. Um, so without further ado, um, I'd like to introduce you all to the fabulous Holly Shern. Over to you, Holes. So hello. <laughs> Thank you, Katie, so much for having me on your fabulous podcast. I'm feeling very honoured to be invited. Um, so a bit about me. My name is Holly Shern. Um, I'm 24 years old. Um, I'm originally from the southwest, big up, big up Bath. Um, and I now live and work in London. Um, I've been living in London for about, gosh, six years, something like that. Um, was at university and I now work uh, full time as a casting director. Well, obviously at the moment I don't work at all um, because we're all on lockdown. So I'm back in my family home. Uh, so with so many other people which is lovely and we're very lucky to be surrounded by beautiful countryside breath of fresh air um i'm here today to speak to the lovely katie about uh, specifically cosmetic surgery 
In your opinion, what does it mean to be able to make choices about your own body? I believe that anyone can do whatever they want and desire with their own body because it is theirs and it's nobody else's. I think that if you want to shave all your hair off and pierce every like inch of skin you have and get every surgery under the sun or whatever you want if you want to lose those weights you want to gain those weight as long as you're you know in good health then that you can do whatever you like and the separate aspect of that is whether people should have an opinion on it um i think that everybody is entitled to their own opinion i think if you think someone looks stupid or whatever fair enough you think someone looks stupid but it's whether you have the right to voice that um and I don't think all the time you should. I think that if you think someone is in danger, then you can speak up and tell them, you know, if you know them and care about them, that you think that they've done something that might harm themselves. I think that then you might have the right. But if it's simply that you think they look stupid, then keep it to yourself. Talk about people as much as you want behind their back. But, you know, not that that's particularly moral, but don't say it to them because at the end of the day no one not everyone's got the right to do that there's so many things that you can talk about and speak about openly in the world and most of the time that's amazing but when it comes down to something as personal as what someone's doing with their own body i think that you most of the time should keep that to yourself if you don't mind me asking what cosmetic procedures have you undergone Right. So um, from the outset, um, when I first speak about these, I think that it's it sounds like I'm the queen of surgery and I absolutely, you know, live and die for it and want to change every aspect of myself. But uh, there's a lot of stuff underneath it, which, of course, we're going to go into. Um, I think a lot of people feel quite private about what they've done. Uh, had done if they had anything done at all but I don't really care to be honest like you know people see it anyway so you might as well talk about it and I don't regret anything so one of them is a fine line between cosmetic surgery but when I was 20 years old I got a breast reduction I didn't pay for this Um, I did get it on the NHS and I applied for it when I was about 16 years old because basically I had massive boobs and they were too big for my body Um, I had a lot of issues with them so I applied for that Um, and quite easily got the funding because a lot of sort of physiotherapists and doctors and stuff could see that it was causing me a lot of issues basically with my body like my back was in bits Um, so yeah I got that done when I was yeah 20 which does actually count as plastic surgery but I didn't really see it as a cosmetic procedure because it was it was correctional basically it changed my life I'm so glad I had it done um it was a horrible surgery to have um as a young girl but never regret it best thing I ever did so yeah I had that when I was 20 took a bit of time to recover but um got smaller boobs now um which a lot of people are sort of like why did you do that and I was like well because big boobs I think a lot of girls will be here with me on this that have big breasts it's not as fun as one may think (laughs) um and then going on to the proper surgery um so about nearly two months ago now i had a rhinoplasty a septorhinoplasty better known as a nose job and I am, to be honest, amazed at the opinions that people felt they could inflict on me when discussing this. <laughs> did you have any reasons for having cosmetic surgery? And if you did, please, can you tell me about them? So I've sort of already discussed um, the things with my boobs. Like, it was all pretty much um, completely medical. Um, otherwise, I definitely would have got funding for it. Um, but yeah, that was all to do with my back. It, it was, of course, there was a small element of it was feeling a bit self-conscious about how large they are because um, I'm not 
um, I'm pretty average size myself, so they just weren't in like proportion with me. And I'm so much happier with the way they look now, of course. Um, but it wasn't all um, because of the look. It was like 90% down to um, sort of how they felt because it was super uncomfortable. Um, but yeah, aside from that, with my nose, uh, this is the one that people have the big opinions on. Um, so basically, um, I think that anyone that knows me um, will probably agree that anytime I discuss this or anytime I discuss anything, to be honest, I sort of brush it off like it's not really a big deal. Like it may seem like I don't put a lot of thought into things when I make decisions. I do, I promise. Um, but I sort of brush this off to people when they brought it up to me. I was sort of like, yeah, you know, whatever, whatever. So I think it might have seemed like I'd sort of made this really rash decision to dramatically change myself and undergo this like big procedure um when to be honest I did really really think about this long and hard like believe it or not I didn't just think oh yeah I'll get that um google the first result pay for it and then was off down Harley Street no I did like think about it um for a long long time and it took a lot of like researching into exactly what you know weighing up the pros and cons looking at exactly where I'm want to get this done um what was the best um type because there's lots of different types of um nose surgeries and those jobs so weighing up exactly which one was right for my nose what sort of results i wanted you know of course at the end of the day like there's no hiding that it's a lot of money as well so it's not like i just had this money lying around thought oh, i'll just spend that on a nose job like no i did save up for this um i put aside money and then when i actually it looked like it was on the horizon i'd be able to pay for it i thought okay great now i'm actually gonna start like i'm gonna go to some consultations and I did sort of like speak to quite a lot of people about it. I spoke to people that I knew that had, had it as well, just to see what they thought of it. But at the end of the day, I knew that when it all boiled down to it, it was my opinion. Um, and I'm not gonna lie, there was sort of times when I was like, oh, should I do this? Like mainly down to the recovery part of it. Um, but I never once doubted that I definitely, definitely wanted to do it. Going into why I wanted to do it, well, obviously it's because I wanted to change my nose. Um, it wasn't because I thought I was desperately ugly or anything like that, um, but it was something that I wanted for a very very long time and anyone that knows me well will know that I possibly like didn't shut up about this for quite a while and I don't think it's anything that I took as seriously to begin with either I was sort of always like I'm getting a nose job when I'm older but I didn't think about everything obviously but then when I started to save that's when I started to think okay right I'm actually gonna do this you know I'm at the age now where I wanted to and you know it was a bit more realistic I never liked my nose. Um, I, it, it's not like, it, it's probably one of the one things about myself that I really disliked. Um, and it was never that I really wanted to completely change it or I wanted to completely change my face. Like, I'm quite happy with the way I look. It was just my nose, I didn't like it. And I sometimes the only thing that embarrasses me about this is that it sounds like, you know, there's so many issues going on in the world and it sounds like the smallest issue ever um, to not like your nose. Um, but people at the end of the day can spend their money on what they want. You know, I'm not much of a girl early girl you know there's people out there that go and spend hundreds of pounds each month on their hair and their nails and their eyelashes and lip fillers and oh you know god knows like loads of expensive makeup i am literally the most basic girl i have don't have any expensive makeup i don't go and get any sort of like beauty stuff done you know i think it's really important to love yourself and feel really comfortable in yourself and i've got nothing against anyone that wants to spend all of that money at all but for me my form of sort of putting something towards self-love and something i want to do for myself rather than spending it on any treatment 
statements or anything, was to do this. One thing I do pride myself on is that I'm quite good with money. So I think when I said I wanted to do this, no one got worried like, oh God, she's spending money again. Like I'm quite um, careful about how I spend it. So, you know, they probably weren't worried about me in that sense. At the end of the day, it's buying something. It was, it's a big procedure, but I was buying something for myself. And the most important thing for this, and I wouldn't have done this if I thought otherwise, was that I was doing this for myself. Um, obviously there's been people when I'm growing up that commented on my nose and it's never nice. Uh, I'm not saying it was helpful with the way I perceived it, but I didn't do this for all of those people. Like, why would I care about what people thought, um, especially people that were being rude in that sense? Like, there's no one I'm trying to impress. Um, I wouldn't go to this length for other people. Um, I would go to these lengths, though, for myself. And I wanted to do it for me and the way that I perceive myself when I look in the mirror, not the way that I look to other people when I walk down the road. Yeah, so it wasn't for anybody else. It was completely for me. And if I was trying to do it for anybody else, I would have tried to discourage myself out of this. And I think a lot of other people would as well. You know, if I've been going around saying to people, I want good Instagram selfies, I want to get a nose job, they probably would have thought I was doing it for the wrong reasons. But no, like I wanted to do it for me. Um, my vision for my nose from the beginning was never, like I said, never to change it dramatically. Anyone, again, anyone that would know me would know that I sort of had a little bit of a bump on my nose before. From the front, it didn't didn't mind it, but from the side, I didn't like it. And I wanted to remove the bump and that was all I wanted to do. And I made that so clear to my surgeon. And I specifically actually went and picked a surgeon who specialised in this sort of uh, nose job. So he didn't, he wanted to create a really natural result. I actually ended up going for um, a surgeon who did a special type of rhinoplasty, which was called preservation rhinoplasty, um, which means that there's no cuts made. There's no sort of incisions it's all done through the nose like through the nostrils um so i don't have any scarring like you probably never know that i had it done and it was a lot less sort of downtime the swelling came down much quicker and which would have been ideal if i was working but i'm not um because of lockdown so um it, it would have been a great time to recover from it but it didn't actually take that long to recover from um and it's you know it's liberating to do something for yourself that you're happy with and i'm so happy with it so <laughs> What do people generally say now you've had cosmetic surgery versus what they would say prior to you making the decision? My close friends, yeah, they were brilliant, to be honest. It was just the sort of, like, people on the outskirts of my friendship group who were sort of like, no, don't do it, you know, it's it, it's morally wrong, you know, you should, you know, people should love themselves as they are. And I totally agree. People sort of have quite strong opinions on it. Anyone that I told um, was usually just like, no, don't do it. Like, why are you doing that? You don't need to change yourself. Like, you're beautiful as you are, which is really nice um, on one hand. But also I was starting to get, like, slightly sort of aggravated that the amount of people that felt like they could have um, a say in it. <laughs> if that sounds, I know that sounds really negative, but it did start to annoy me a little bit. I was sort of voicing something that I felt like I really, really wanted. And people were standing there saying, no, you shouldn't do it just because of how they felt about it. Obviously telling my parents, I was super nervous. Um, I remember I, when I rang up my mom and told her about it when I knew I was definitely gonna do it, I was in hysterics because I thought she was gonna tell me off. Um, even though I'm 24, years old I was I'm not gonna lie really worried about how my mum and dad would think because you know they made me even though I am my own person like I thought they were gonna be like super angry I don't think they liked the fact that I did it but um they weren't super angry of course my mum said you know you're an adult you can do whatever you like which I really appreciated and made me feel a lot more at ease about it because those are the only people that I really cared about telling um it was only my really close friends like my flatmates um and like my best best mates and my family that knew that I was actually going in on that day um to surgery and doing 
doing it. Um, so when I actually came out and sort of said I'd done it, I think everyone was like, oh, I didn't go and post it on social media loads because I didn't really want the attention from it. Um, I didn't want the sort of negative opinions floating around it and people still trying to tell me um, that I shouldn't have done it and stuff like that. But I think a lot of people that maybe didn't know me that well from a picture might not be able to tell. But their opinions now, to be honest, have completely changed. I mean, just sort of the general vibe I got from it before was quite sort of like anti anything like that. Um, and then afterwards, I think it's mainly, to be honest, I think it's completely because when you've had the surgery, there's no going back. It's not like you can just change your mind and change your nose back to how it was before. I think that because I'd done it, you wouldn't go up to someone and say, I hate your nose. Like it was the same as now because, you know, I changed my body physically in an irreversible way. People aren't going to tell me it looks shit because even if they do think it looks shit because I can't do anything about it. So I actually had some really sort of supportive comments and it's been really great what people have said afterwards. And people have said like, you know, it looks really good and I, and that's lovely. Um, but at the end of the day, it's great to have, you know, some positive comments about the way you look because who doesn't like that? There's actually been quite a few people that I didn't expect before have messaged me sort of saying, hey, like I've always thought about getting a nose job and have asked about my experience. And I think that's really great. Not that I'm sort of pressuring people into getting surgery and saying everyone should get it because I don't think that at all. I think that it's for people that really want it. I'm all for it if people totally you know, have thought about it properly. But it was really great to see that some people weren't feeling like they had to keep that to themselves anymore. Like, I want to be that sort of person that can help people that feel a bit nervous about it because I didn't know a lot of people that have had it done and I kind of wish that I had. It was the same with my boobs. Like, I've had quite a few girls that have come to me sort of with larger breasts and have said, I really want this. Like, what was the sort of, how did it go for you? Like, how did you get this done? Again, I'm always just going to support people that want to do whatever they like with themselves. I'm always going to support body autonomy because I think it's a brilliant thing. People might be against me supporting people that want to do that and I'm not forcing people into it and saying that everyone should get it at all but I will always be there to support someone that has made that decision for themselves. Do you think there's a judgmental culture surrounding people making long-term cosmetic choices to change their bodies? Um, I think the simple answer to that is absolutely yes. <laughs> One thing that um, people would ask me a lot before I got it done instantly, which I was actually quite shocked at, is how much does it cost? Sorry, but unless you know someone extremely well, like your close friend or family, you don't ask that. People's money is a personal thing. And it's not that I'm ashamed of how much I spent on it because, yeah, it was a lot. I've come out there and say it was a lot. But like I said, I don't care. I have my reasons for sending that money on it um, and I don't regret it. So, yeah, it costs a bit of money, but just... Just, just just, know that and don't ask people. Just look it up if you really want to know. I'm stating the obvious when I say that there, I think there is a massive stigma attached to people that get any form of surgery. I mean, that like when I got mine, <laughs> I think I literally came out and said, I'm getting a nose job to a few people. Honestly, I think people thought I was instantly going to go and get three boob jobs, like a facelift, chin implants, bum implants, liposuction, the whole works. And I was like, well, no, A, I can't afford that. And B, I don't want to. Like I've made, th there's this particular thing that I want to change about myself like you know I'm confident the rest of my body and I think that a lot of people would think that you know if you're going to go and get surgery done then you're instantly going to become this like towie Georgie Shaw like massive fake bimbo pretty shitty stigmas have attached to it and I'd like to think that I'm not that sort of person like nothing gets any one of those tv shows because I live for them um but I think that 
it's not always the case that someone's going to go completely over the top. I think that if they're going to get one small thing done, that's absolutely fine. And another thing that comes to my head when I think about this is that there is a lot of people out there in the public eye that you would never think to have had surgery that I can almost guarantee you have. Like, if you've got money and you want to do it, then why wouldn't you? Results of plastic surgery can be very natural and people don't always believe that. People think that it's all, you're going to look really fake and it's plastic surgery, so you're going to look plastic and you won't be able to move your face and all of this stuff. And that's not always the case for everybody but they want to look like a different person that's why they're getting it done and that's fine if they want to do that if you want to get plastic surgery then it is not you're not getting a personality transplant you know you're not a bad person because you've chosen to do that you're not necessarily a vain person if you want to do that but some people have really deep rooted you know mental health conditions and like illnesses and and awful like you know depression based on the way that they look i'm not one of those people but i know there's people out there that really you know hate the way they look so so much that they do anything to change it and i just don't think that anyone should be one to judge someone that wants to make that change who you know to make them happier this is the argument a lot of people think oh you know if you get surgery you're not going to be happy i'm not saying that it makes you happier but if it makes you slightly more confident in some aspects i'm happier with my nose than i was before if that's going to completely change someone's life at the end of the day do what Whatever makes you happy i just don't think there's any argument surrounding that as long as it's not putting your health too much at risk um tying into that i also think it's important a lot of people you know people are worried about the health risks associated with surgery obviously when i went to all my consultations i sat down with a doctor and they do have to tell you all these terrifying things that could happen to you and everything and i'm quite level-headed in the sense that i knew that they've had they have to say all those things like it's literally a legal thing uh, i'm not saying they shouldn't be taken seriously all of those complications that could happen and do happen but it's whether you want to run the risk at the end of the day what advice would you give to somebody who was thinking about having cosmetic surgery? I think that there is quite a few things um, that you really do need to bear in mind. It's really important that you think about all these things carefully. So number one, I think, is the money, because this shit ain't cheap. At the end of the day, this could be your face. Like, for my nose, I knew that this was something that was going to be done to my face. So I didn't care if I was spending a load of money. I was like, I want to spend the most I can if I am confident with the surgeon. Make sure that you've saved up. Um, there's different sort of financing options you can do. You can pay for it all up front, or I know that a lot of practices is you can pay in installments and things like that like it depends on um, you know your job and how long you've been working and everything so definitely bear the money in mind you're finding your surgeon is so important like if you've decided that you want to get I don't know for example a nose job like me um, you can't literally just google nose job pick the first one that's come up go for a consultation and be like yeah I'm going to do this like really really do your research um, I honestly I'm not even joking made a full-on spreadsheet of all the different surgeons like I weighed up sort of like where where they would be um how much they were like like I said that doesn't really matter but you know I needed to know that like better on how much I was going to spend what sort of what they specialized in it's important to go and talk to them I would recommend go to speak to more than one surgeon you will get a feeling of like that you feel comfortable with them doing it if you get a bad vibe when you go in and speak to a surgeon I just don't think that surgeon would be for you because you need to feel confident this person's going to do it properly because it's all about you feeling comfortable and relaxed throughout the whole process. You have to bear in mind the recovery from this as well. Um, so for my nose, like I mentioned earlier, I got um, preservation rhinoplasty, which has a slightly decreased downtime. So it's all you need to bear in mind like how long you're going to be out of action for. So I don't know, it depends if you're studying or if you've got a job, but they recommend that you should take about two weeks off for a nose job. Um, I don't actually know how much it is for other things. So you should definitely do your research about that depending on the surgery that you want. Um, for my boobs, 
Um, I remember I was at university when I got my boob um, reduction. So it was in the summer holidays. So luckily I wasn't doing anything anyway. Um, I remember I was like properly in bed, I'd say for about two weeks. And then I really had to take it easy um, altogether for about six weeks. And then I was sort of back to normal. There's upkeep afterwards. You need to really take care of whatever you've had done on it. You know, with my nose, I had to um, clean it properly afterwards. Like uh, at the beginning, I couldn't touch it at all. But you really need to make sure that, you know, it's okay. You know, because obviously there's risks of infection and stuff like it's unlikely but you know it can happen so you need to be on it um afterwards and make sure you really look after yourself and also you've got someone there i would say it's really important to look after you um so after my nose i was i was really lucky i had my lovely flatmates there who were basically like my nurses like i'm sure they had a great time love you guys shout out so make sure that you can actually take that time out of your life um to get that done and don't try and cut that short like don't think you'll be you'll be fine in like a week after your nose because like oh my god like if i had to go to back to work after a week getting my nose like i would have been a zombie I would not have been able to get that work done. So do it properly. A lot of people have spoken to me about um quite a lot of people go abroad basically to get surgery because it's notoriously way way cheaper um i've got nothing against anyone that has done that or wants to do that um i personally didn't want to um just in case on the off chance that anything went wrong i wouldn't have to like get a plane and it, when i was in pain or anything like that or i would be there and i know that i could go in um and speak to a doctor about it i wouldn't have really wanted to recover in a in like a hotel room um, but that's just me as a person um so so I personally wanted to pay um, the full amount, like the extra money and get it done in London on Harley Street, um, which I'm really happy that I made that decision because I was like, I was actually a bit of a mess after my nose. I'm not going to lie. Like I was, I was worried that something was going awfully wrong. And, you know, I was really glad that I had my friends and my family around me um, after that, because like, it's a bit traumatic. You know, you're putting your body through this, this massive procedure. You're putting put to sleep and things like that. That's another thing you've got to remember. You do have to get put to sleep um, in a procedure. So, um, if you've got any pre-existing health conditions, obviously they discuss this with you completely before, um, but they won't let you do the surgery if you're not fit and well to have it done. You know, it's it's not nice, basically, is all I'm saying. Um, and I think the most important thing that I would say to anyone is don't listen to what anybody else says, ever. If you want to do it, just do it honestly make that decision and fucking good for you i don't think you should make this decision like as a rash thing but make sure you wanted it for a long time like i would never have made this as a rash decision so yeah that is my um advice to anyone that gets it done obviously my dms are always open to anyone that wants to talk about anything nose or boob production related whether you know me or you don't um i love to help out um so yeah that's basically the advice that i give also want to say a massive thank you for katie um for asking me to come on this love you girl um but i remember I saw her um, around Christmas when I hadn't really told that many people that I was getting my nose and I mentioned it to her and she was super cool about it. She was just like, oh my God, good for you for doing what you want. Um, so yeah, if one of your friends approaches you and says they're going to have this done, then be supportive of them and everyone should be supported in their decisions, big or small. Thank you so much, Holly. Uh, from the bottom of my art, from the inside of my fort... Um, that I'm recording in. <laughs> Sound a little bit weird. Um, thank you so much for being so honest and just totally truthful to me in answering those questions. I think it really takes a lot of bravery to be able to just go, you know what, this is me. These are the informed choices that I've made and these are decisions that I've come to myself after researching into it and knowing the consequences of my actions and decisions that I make. And I think 
there is so much to admire in that because in a society where there is so much opinion bouncing all around the place, especially surrounding topics that are quite sensitive and everyone does seem to have an opinion on them, I think it takes a really brave person to just be totally open and honest. And I think when there are discussions like this um, from people that are making those decisions and I just think it's great that we're able to learn from them. Um, I take my hat, scarf, gloves, knickers, bra, (laughs) take it all off for you, Holly. Um, But in a very, very serious note, I think this discussion has really taught me a lot about respecting people's choices. I think it really just boils down to that. At the end of the day, the choices that other people make aren't always going to be the choices that you make and you won't have the same reasons for making those choices or the same intentions for wanting to make certain changes. But but that is life and no decisions are ever going to be consistent across the board and I think that's what makes life exciting. And I think as long as we're a bit more open-minded and respectful, then we can maybe lift taboos surrounding topics. And this isn't just to do with cosmetic surgery, that goes across the board. So again, thanks so much, Holly. You're an absolute ledge for doing this. And you looked banging before, you look banging now. Good on you, girl. So I really hope that everybody's enjoyed today's lesson on Educate, brought to you by the fab Holly Shern. And I look forward to speaking with you all next time about some of the things that I've discovered from Invisible Women. So, thank you so much and arrivederci. I've never said that in my life. Goodbye. Goodbye.